from spooky legends past, down through generations, to haunted locations that hold a ghostly past. Come one, come all, come blinders and seekers, hear the creepy side of Nipa. Welcome to the creepy side of Nipa. I am Dan Kozlowski. And I'm Nora Herchik. Before we get started, we just want to remind everyone listening to like, follow, or subscribe to the creepy side of Nipa on your favorite podcast listening platform. We also wanted to say a really huge thank you to all of our listeners. We just reached 1,000 likes on our Facebook page, which is WNEP's Creepy Side of Nipa. If you haven't liked our page already, that's the best way to stay up to date with all of our episodes and the latest news. Tonight, we have a very interesting episode planned. Our guest this evening is Linda Schlier. She's the owner of the Candle Shop of the Poconos. The property was once home to Dr. William Redwood Fisher. Dr. Fisher built the house in 1897 for his family and created an area in the basement where he conducted research on primates while he was working on a smallpox vaccine and a cure for yellow fever. When Linda was looking to expand her business, she ventured down into the basement. There, she found some of Dr. Fisher's old medical equipment and large cages where Dr. Fisher kept his monkeys. Dr. Fisher not only tested on spider monkeys, but Linda also found evidence of horse stalls in the attic of the candle shop. With history like this, it's no surprise the property has its fair share of strange happenings. Linda, welcome to the show. Sure. So, Linda, what is some of the history of your business, the property your business is located on? So, the history of the business is the house that I purchased is built in 1897. And when we were buying the candle shop back in 2007, the we knew something definitely went on there, as in with monkeys or something with cages. There were lots of cages downstairs. Didn't know any of the history prior so, to purchasing the house? No. So the lady that we bought it from, it was an antique store for about 30 years. She told me just not to open the candle shop or keep it open after five o'clock at night. So, And I just thought that was strange. And she did tell me there was some history downstairs about just about monkeys, about how they slaughtered monkeys. And I didn't believe in any of it until later on after I got the candle shop open. How did you feel when she told you not to keep the shop open after five? That must have been such a strange thing for somebody to tell you. It was very strange. And so that's what made me want to know more about this building. So I actually had gotten some information that Sanofi past year was uh, involved with my house. So I kind of wandered down there and got some history down there. And what exactly did they do with the monkeys on the property? So he, uh, Dr. Redwood Fisher, was a doctor that came from Hoboken, New Jersey, and his father was also a doctor back in the day, back years ago, and they took spider monkeys and they used the serum out of the spider monkey's legs to create an antidote that was used all through the 1800s whenever uh, the war and everything they would be ordering like 50 vials of the antidote. So it was kind of like the yellow fever and the small smallpox vaccine, but it didn't have the name yet for smallpox. So 
he was doing it in the house there for a while. And then he ended up purchasing right down the street, a half a mile is Sanofi. And that was called Pocono Laboratories back in the 1900s. So that's what he was doing down there. So this was the very early days of vaccines. Yes, very early. And it was strange because the way it's set up in the basement, there's big cages about 12 by 12 by 12. And there was some pictures that some older people dropped off, um, elderly people dropped off to me at the candle shop that housed like 50 of the monkeys at one time. So she had some research that she gave me some really good pictures to, to like figure it out. And then it was just so scary in the house afterwards when I started doing everything. I had to get help with some mediums there because there was some really crazy stuff going on there. Do you guys still have the cages there? or We what do, we do. So what happened was when I had an experience in there with some animals like running around the first floor, and I don't really believe in any of that stuff, but what happened was I was on a ladder putting some stuff up on a fireplace mantle, and all of a sudden this herd, monkeys, rhinoceros, like hoofs, I could see hoofs. And the only reason I knew I was having something was the dust rose above me on the ladder. So the whole front room was covered in dust and I ran out and that was it. So right now what I'm doing, I called, I mean, back then I called to get some help from Animal Planet and they came and helped me. So did that happen while you're remodeling the property? So why why were we remodeling and we were almost ready to open the candle shop and it was like the last thing I was putting all there's three huge fireplaces on the first floor of that house and I was putting just stuff on the mantles and this happened and that's when I got scared and then I called Animal Planet in to find the real truth about the house and we do a tour downstairs we show all the cages and the the vaccine lab down the street was able to give me all the stuff from the original doctor because they had a museum down there. So now I show it. It's a 45-minute tour, and it teaches you everything from from what happened there years ago. So have has most of the activity been um, in the basement, or do you like so, experience things throughout? Yeah, so people are experiencing like touching and like heaviness. Like when we vacuum at night on all three floors. You're almost on the ground by the time you're done pushing the vacuum because the energy is so strong in there. Wow, yeah, that, so there's very like, yeah, and people come in like we had a lady yesterday came in. She was like, I can't take my baby car seat upstairs. There's like energy pushing the baby car seat down. So one of the relatives that were with the lady, she stayed downstairs with the kids and then she went up. So it's just strange. Like there's different things happen to different people. Um, yeah, it's strange. Like when I go in, I just welcome that I'm coming in and tell everybody, whoever's in there that I'm coming in. And that's how I get back into the store. Cause I definitely was scared when that happened to me. Yeah, I could definitely understand that. And it's, yep. it's funny because all of the hauntings that we talked about in the past here in the show always seem to have something to do with a person. Yours seems to have more to do with an animal, which makes it more interesting. Yep. It is. It's very interesting. It's definitely, you know, there were some crazy things, too. When we were building the parking lots, we found mass graves. And I wasn't sure if it was it was the small spider monkeys. But once we got closer, it was mass graves of monkeys. And then across the creek was mass graves of horses. They also uses the horses 
They used the serum in the bones of the horses to make the vaccine also. But there was a lot more of the spider monkeys than there was of the horse bones that we saw as we were building the parking lot. When you were um, contacting Animal Planet and then also any of the psychic mediums or anybody else that you've contacted, have they given you any tips as far as dealing with whatever energy spirits or whatever it may be of animals as opposed to humans? Is there anything? Well, she just told me to not change anything in the store as in carpets, uh, any kind of anything, changing anything. She said the animals are so perfect in there that they're not disturbed and they're happy with living in there as long as I don't reconstruct anything. And then one medium told me never to ever to put retail in the attic. So I thought that was strange. So, but I never opened it, the attic up. You know, we went up there a couple of times. It's kind of scary up there, but the, the nothing really different, just that they were still living in the, in the home. They were half in, half out. Now, has any of the so, paranormal people found any evidence while they're investigating? So they have. So, so they have. So Pennsylvania Paranormal was there through our show that we had um, through Animal Planet, but they definitely felt touched, ran across their feet, you know, all kinds of stuff down in that basement. There's definitely, definitely something down there. It's just, it's happy, but it's it's not, it's not going to hurt anybody, but it's definitely there. And with the stuff in the attic, did they they didn't do any sort of experiments in the no, attic? No, er, everybody that went in the attic came down and said they were not going back in the attic. So the attic is a little scary. So I don't really know a lot about the attic because there was nothing really done up there. You know, there was some things upstairs that looked like individual horse stalls like up there how they built it there was like six horse stalls that looked like they could just walk a horse in them you know like a barn horse thing Mm -hmm. and but i don't know what what went on up there at all there was no research like ever found anything in the attic but definitely the the two floors of the candle shop were definitely stuff going on and you guys experience things during the day as well, not even just... We do, we do. So Marlena's worked for me for about 20 years. And she, you know, when there's an experience happening, she calls me right away and I zip up there where she comes out of the store with this, with the portable phone till as far as it can go till they <laughs> get there. <laughs> so we've had, like, um, we have no uh, air condition in the candle shop. We, for, for 10 years, we didn't have air. And... Um, in the back, we had a, about a 10 foot by five foot by three foot uh, wind chime holder with all the wind chimes on it. There was not one soul in the store. She looked at all 16 cameras and somebody walked and hit every single one of them and made them go off. And she ran out of the store. She didn't go back in for, I had to let her go home that day. <laughs> I had to work the rest of the day. <laughs> Yeah, so some things happen in there. It's 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 just definitely there was a lot going on there back in the day with that doctor and learning the research and and doing what he did with this with the smallpox vaccine. It's it's just a lot, but it's a great great thing. Like if you can come up and take the tour, it's amazing. What does your tour include? So, it's a 45-minute walkthrough guided tour by history buff Joanne. Um she has learned all the history of it. She, she's ready for every question you have. She's going to show you everything down there from the the doctor's stethoscope to his lab coat 
to his checkbook and right down to where they use the guillotine on the monkeys. So it's all down there. It was all given to me. Would you ever consider moving out of there because of these hauntings or do you kind of just like it? It's not like it's their home. So it's really not a haunting. It, it's scary to us, but it's their home. That's where they are living right now. It's their spirits are there. Everything's still there, but they're happy. That's their home. So I would never move out. It's my store. So I've been in the candle business for many years. So it's just the way of life. It definitely adds a unique um, element to, obviously, the candles and the other stuff that you sell, but also... It really does. Of- it, it does. They come up out of the tour, and they're they're dumped into the candle shop. So we have, like, you know, we have some haunted stuff there. You know, they can purchase, or they can get a book, and it has the whole story in it from, from the doctor. Definitely sounds like your property does have its share of interesting history, though. You don't hear of too many candle shops with a history like this. No. No, you don't. And it's it's great. Like, it's just a lot. You know, a lot of um, schools bring their kids on their own because now that, you know, you can't use the money from the schools to go on these field trips anymore. But a lot of these science teachers and stuff, history teachers are bringing the kids to see this. So it's nice. You know, on a Saturday, they get the kids together with the parents and come up. So sometimes there's 15 people down there going through at a shot, you know, but it's very busy. And another thing I like about you and your business is you embrace the history. You don't try to cover it up at all. Yeah, no, you can't do that because they're there. Yep. You know, they're got to let them there. Yep. It's definitely a big piece of history as well. Not only because it's such an old house, but also obviously the whole situation that the doctor was there. All of this research was done there. And then it's still holding on to that specifically. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I have to ask one more question. Are you open past 5 o'clock? So we're open till 6 o'clock. Oh, okay. So we do. The register girls definitely notice around 4 o'clock was either a feeding time or something went on at 4 o'clock because that's when the smells come out in the house. Like even over all my candles, there's a definitely an animal smell in there at certain times of the year. And you can smell it like a zoo. And there's just different things that happen at 4 o'clock. So she was true on that. She was, you know, about the 5 o'clock thing. But definitely 4 is when something happened there. And that has to be a pretty strong smell if it's overpowering all those candles. Yeah, so it's it's strange because my candles are very strong and that's what I'm known for. So it's so strange like to come around a corner and it just hits you like the Philadelphia Zoo. You know, it's like boom. If anyone would like to get any more information about your business, do you have a website, Facebook page? We do. It's mycandleshop.com. Okay. And where are you located again? So we're at 1900 Route 611 in Swiftwater, Pennsylvania. Come to the Poconos. And if anybody wanted to go on your tour, do they just go online to book tickets or yep. come to the shop? Sure. Yep. So we have an online for ticket sales for the haunted. You can get your tickets. It's at mycandleshop.com. And then also, if you don't have time to do that, you can always come in and get your tickets at at the counter as long as there's time slots open. Are there certain days for the tours or are they every day? So there is. It's once a month right now. And then when it gets towards fall, we do it every weekend. Okay, perfect. I'd like to thank you for joining us on the show tonight. Sure. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Creepy Side of NEPA. 
As we are approaching the end of the summer, our team is starting to plan our fall podcasting season. If you have an idea or topic for a future episode, please contact us at ghost at WNEP.com. Or you can send us a Facebook message. Our Facebook page is WNEP's Creepy Side of NEPA. Until next time, enjoy the creepy side of NEPA. This has been the creepy side of NEPA. If you have a spooky story that took place in northeastern or central Pennsylvania, send it to ghost at WNEP.com for your chance to share it on an upcoming episode. We're dying to hear from you. <laughs>